Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. I want to go to Brian if I can. Brian, you're on Ireland's Classic Hits. How you doing, Brian? Hi, how you doing? Hi, Niall. How are you? Uh, okay, I, I wasn't planning on talking to you, Brian, but you texted him because you were horrified by what you've just seen on your no, walkabout just... in Dublin City. Yeah, our wonderful town, our wonderful Dublin has become a one big tip. Uh, I just come from a walk around Henry Street. Uh, I walked all around. The amount of beggars and the amount of drug addicts and the tents down Henry Street. Tents on Henry Street? Yes, outside the old Debenhams. Right, okay, okay, yeah. All the way down. And there's after being a fight there too. Uh, I think they were trying to rob somebody. And not a policeman inside. I was going to but ask you, is there, is there a sign of a guard in the area at all? Or, not, or can they do it. anything about it, I suppose, is the not other question. Not at all. There's no sign of a guard. It's, it's, apart from that, I mean, it's, it's bad enough looking with the, all the shops boarded up and for sale and everything like that. And you have these yobos. Uh, and that's what I'm calling them, and you'll probably have all the do-gooders on. Well, I know. They, um, well, I'm, I'm thinking of the do-gooders, as you call them, Brian. There are people yeah. at home thinking, Jesus, Brian, have a heart. These are people who are homeless. I don't have a heart. I've, I've looked at this for so many years now. These are... Oh, I, I can't be so rude, but they're, they're, they're not nice people, I can tell you. I have words for them, but I won't say them. Okay. Uh, I, I've worked in town for years and years. I've seen them. I've been attacked by them. I've been abused by them. Uh, are they are they not just people who've kind of fallen through the cracks of life? I suppose. Listen, you can look at it that way. No, I'm, no, I'm only asking you the question, Brian. I, I personally, I would be, I'd be uncomfortable with it too. I'd be honest with you. I, I, I have no time. And I'm, I'm, I'm being realistic. I have no time whatsoever for any of them. And I walked down the boardwalk on O'Connell Street there, going back about six months ago. For yeah. whatever reason, I had to go to meet a journalist. But yeah. I, I, but I have to say, I was. You take your life in your hands. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And drug uh, addicts everywhere. A, a few uh, foreign uh, people that I know, especially ladies, yep. have said to me, they're absolutely scared. My own sister who works in town, uh, not too far from Henry Street, and they used to go for walks. They won't even go near Henry Street now. They're afraid of their life, especially in the evening. Well, Ian, Ian has just texted in and he said, Dublin's been a kip, riddled with beggars and junkies for years. Brian only noticing it now. No, I'm not noticing it now. It's the first time I've ever come on an air. Of the, it's the first time I've ever expressed an opinion about okay, it. Okay, okay. And I, I really, I think, I, I, I just would love to get out of it now, to be quite honest with you. I've had enough of it. The guard... Well, so where would, yeah, but where would you go? I mean, with the greatest well, respect, Brian, it's, it's not just Dublin. I mean, I'm pretty sure if you go down to Cork, or if you go down to Patrick Street there in Cork, you go to Air Square in Galway, you're probably going to experience sure, some of the same thing. Sure, sure. Well, I'm, not, I'm talking about out of the country. Right. I'm not talking about moving to uh, anywhere. And what, what so, country would you move to that wouldn't have homeless people well, and, drunk, and yeah. drug addicts? Yeah, well, I'm not, I'm <laughs> Spain. I know where I'd like to move anyway. That's where would you, where'd you like to move? Where'd you like to I'm move? Go, I would go to Spain or France or somewhere like that. Okay. But in a particular area. But apart from that, let's get back to the subject of what I'm talking about. And what, what should the guards? What should the guards do? Do you believe? Basically, just take the tents off and say, "Come on, you can't sleep there. There's loads of hostels around. Go to the hostel." Why can't we allocate an area for them to sleep in or uh, an old uh, disused warehouse or something? I don't know. Mm. But I tell you what, it's so so. Oh, it's so uh, heart destroying. I mean, this uh, mm. our our town was great. But now, I, know, I know we've no tourism at the moment, but when we do have tourism, yeah. it's, not, it's not good for the aesthetics, the, is it? And actually, the few foreign ones that are sneaking and are coming in or whatever they're doing, getting in, and imagine seeing all that on your one of your main streets in town. Hello. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's not it's not nice to see it in one of the main thoroughfares. I, I do get to that, and, and, and there's loads of people, by the way, texting in about it now, saying more or less the same thing as well in relation to it. Uh, keep texting, keep WhatsApping numbers 87 I'm just looking here, actually, Brian, there's a, a message here, by the way. I just wanted to yeah. play this here for you. Hold on, just see. If I can play Well, Gary here. I can't believe the way he's speaking there. Oh, yeah, right. If he was to play his part and love his neighbour like himself, and we all did, we wouldn't have this around the city. We're all at fault. Some people are worse off than others. Some people make poor choices. But if we're, good, if we're, if we're a good influence on them and love on them, be a better country, be a better world, but a better country. We should concentrate yeah. on what's around us, the neighborhood around us, the community around us, and then, you know, we can't fix the world, but we can fix one person, one step at a time. What, what, what do you say to that message, Brian? Well, he's been, we've, we've been trying to fix it for years and it doesn't work. That that he, that he's suggesting that if we were nicer to everybody and nicer to people, then maybe yeah, those people we, wouldn't be in those positions. They have everything they need. Can't they move into hotels now at the moment and everything like that? They have a better accommodation than some of us have. They're, they're living in the hotels now, everything being paid for, they're getting their dinner served to them, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And, they're, they're, you know, and you get Saint, whatever his name was, coming on. You know, and it's just not on. Listen, we've tried it for years. You can't get through to them. They're um, they're they're just. We have a saying in town for them: the Walking Dead, basically. You know. Mm, I'm, look, I'm looking here, by the way. Somebody texting. It's Maraid. I'm homeless. I live in a tent. I was on your show. I do remember Maraid. She's actually on the canal there. She says I was on your show. Uh, how they insult the homeless. How would he like to live in a tent? Listen, there are exceptions for every rule. And maybe Maraid, I never heard of him on your show, but maybe she's the exception. But the majority, the majority... Are no, no, I, I get you. There, I, and, and I, I don't remember my exact conversation with Maraid, and, I, and yeah. I thought she might have got somewhere by now, and I don't know her... Yeah. I can't remember her circumstances. Yeah, yeah. and I... If, but, but in saying that, there are so, genuinely some people who are caught the, the cracks in between, and I get that. But, but the point you're making is that it's unnecessary. We have a social welfare system in this country. We have a Correct. situation. We have a hostel. We have hostels, and generally speaking, if you end up in that situation, you believe it's your own fault. Ninety percent of it, put it that way. Okay. I just think. I mean, go around Temple Bar. I don't, you know, I'm, I'm talking Henry Street today because I go around Temple Bar. Same things. Druggies everywhere. Druggies everywhere and nothing done about it they're allowed people are afraid the older people in Temple Bar I know, no, I know I know. people are intimidated by it I do get yeah. that and particularly if you're not from the area yeah. uh, you'd be very intimidated by it and I only took a walk up Merchant's Quay there going back about a year or two ago and I remember the same thing listen Brian thank you very much indeed for drawing attention to it a lot of people agree with you a lot of people disagree with you by the way as well uh, but Brian has a point and, and I wouldn't just say Dublin but I'm not going to disagree with him because I did say it and I got a lot of complaints about it at the time, uh, which, but I'll stand by what I said. I'll double down what I said. He's right. I'm not talking about the people. I'm not talking about the community. I'm talking about the physical city. It's a kip. Dublin is a kip. And I've said it for years. It's filthy. Look at O'Connell Street. It should be like any other main street in any other city in the world should be beautiful. But it's actually a kip. Before the break, he said, and what he's saying is, Dublin is a kip. And that's, that's the bottom line. And By the way, I don't think he's just picking on Dublin. He happens, somebody says, oh yeah, he's not picking on Cork or Limerick or Galway. No, well, he happens to live in Dublin. 
I'm sure if he was in Cork, Limerick and Galway and experienced the same thing, he would say Galway, Limerick and Cork were kips as well. But he's experienced Dublin. He walked down Henry Street. He said there's tents everywhere. There's drug addicts everywhere. He walks down the, whatever it is, the boardwalk, and you take your life in your hands. I'm not going to disagree with him. He's right. If you walk down the boardwalk, you would take your life in your hands some days. But he believes the police at the Garda Shea should be doing more about it. Hmm. Let me know what you think. The number's 087-188-008. Now, Murray texted in, of course, while he was on the air, but I didn't want to put him on because I didn't want to give him an excuse to start abusing people. Um, uh, Murray. Hello, Niall. How are you? Hey, nice to talk to you again. Now, Murray, I do vaguely remember when you were on with me some months back, okay? And you were, if, if I remember, my memory serves me right, you're, are you still tenting in the canal there? No, uh, the council took the tents after Christmas, so they did, so we had to move beside the Dáil Aaron. Oh, you're outside Dáil Aaron? Yes, well, this up the road there at the farmer place. All right. Them beside it. In a tent? Yeah, in a tent, yes. Yeah, is it a, two, a two-man tent? Yeah, it is a two-man tent, because my partner still hasn't got his PPS number. That's what we can't get into a hostel. Right, but you could get in on your own if you want to. Yeah, I could, yeah, but I wouldn't leave him up in the street. Right, okay, and you could get temporary accommodation as well. Yeah, that's correct, we could, yeah, we could. And but it's very much it's a small little service that around there. People won't go into hostels. And why hasn't he got a PPS number? What was remind me again he's of from what? Belfast. Oh, he's from Belfast. Yes, that's it. Yeah, that's why he can't get a PPS number. But does he need a PPS number? Can he not use his British PPS yeah, no, number? No, no, you have to have a PPS one before you go into any hostel around here in Dublin. Oh, to go into the to get into a hostel. Yeah, he needs a PPS number. So you're telling me if you are not from Ireland or you don't have an Irish passport. That's he cannot get the PPS number. Yeah, that's correct. And d- does he have it? Does he hold a British or Irish passport, by the way? No, do you have a, a British? Yeah, he does. Yeah. Uh, which British or Irish? Uh, British. Oh, okay. All right. I was going to say, if you yeah, hold an Irish passport, it shouldn't matter. No, no, he has a British passport. That's so, the okay. Well, what What do you say to what Brian said? You know that there's people in tents all over the city. Um, he finds it very disconcerting. He finds it very intimidating that you've got, um, look, the vast majority of people living in tents. I'm not saying you, right? But the vast majority have a drug problem or a drink problem. Yeah, and but uh, uh, it's because you were the back- background and all, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, people don't have a nice childhood growing up and all, like, you know, and it's very hard around Dublin City. I understand that it is, but you have to look at their point of view as well. And how long are you in the tent now? Uh, we are here seven months now in tents. I... But he's not going to get a PPS number, is he? We're, we're trying. We're trying. We're going around to, to Simon, the Mertz K. We're asking everyone to get from to do nothing still. Um, I, I understand that your situation, but would you, would you not move back? Would he? Could he not move back to Belfast and you go to you know temporary accommodation for the time being until he gets sorted, rather than living but, in a tent? I yeah, uh, I understand what you're saying too. No, but once you get a seven months, so no, we're still on our honeymoon. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, but yeah, but but you, but you can't. It's I, I'm I'm not saying I don't have sympathy for you and the situation you're in, but you can this, you yeah. can complain because there are services available, just not for the two of you together right now at the moment. Yeah. There so is there is services yeah, available separately for both of you. Yeah, but no, the civil like him around. Yeah, but he no, but I mean, if you went back to Belfast, I'm sure he'd be looked after. Yeah, he would. Yeah, but that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, but it's either that or you live in a tent. I mean, you're living in a tent. I mean, which is the better of the two? I'm sure you'd prefer to be in temporary accommodation and him, you'd be in something in Belfast and then when you get your act together and, you know, things work, look up for you, you can get back together again. Is that, is, could that not be the best way out of all this? 
Well, we were talking about that now, yes. I'm not going to say we were, we were talking about it, but we haven't decided on yet. Yeah, I know it's not too difficult in the summer because the weather isn't as bad, but you've just come through a really cold winter. I know, but it's a lockdown as well. I wouldn't be able to go up and see him, and he wouldn't be able to come out and see me. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, that's hard too. Yeah. All right, okay, I get, I get what you're saying. I know, it's very difficult. But I mean, what, what do you say to Brian when he says he walks down Henry Street? Do you, do you know any of the other people that are around in tents? Yes, I uh, have seen people down that way, yeah, I do. And what do you what do you think of the way Dublin well, has gone with the yeah, amount of well, tents? I don't go around that way. That's why I come up to Kildare Street. Yeah, he doesn't believe that people should be in tents in a city. Well, no, I don't know. I can't say that now. They shouldn't, really, should they? I know that. Yes, I know. But that's because I mean, there's no ex- there is no excuse for it. There is there is. I mean, in your situation, even Mairead, too, you know, with the greatest respect to you, there is no reason to be living in a tent. No, there isn't. No, but. So, I mean, people are afraid to go into hospitals, though. People are getting stabbed and robbed, and you have to go sleep with your runners on you. Mm-hmm. So, come, what can't you have? Are you more chance of sleeping outside? You have more chance to stay in life. Would you, but I'm sure you you can ring a phone number tonight and get yourself bed and breakfast, can't you? Bed and breakfast? Yeah, yeah. Well, when I say bed and breakfast, in a, in a, in a, in a, a room and a bed and breakfast, you could probably get a room and a bed and breakfast tonight. You get a hostel, yeah. yeah. You get a hostel, all right. But it all depends, though. The, the free phone as well. If you're very eager on the phone and say we have nothing, you may get a sleeping bag. Mm-hmm. Right, okay, okay. But there is the, the, the point I suppose he's making is there's an alternative. There is an alternative. You don't have to sleep in a tent. There is for some people, there mm, is for some other yeah. people. Yeah. People, all different people have their own choices in life. No, I get you, and I don't want to be bad to you, Mairead, because you're a nice woman and you've been on the show before. And yourself, and, yeah, I always sit in your show. <laughs> you know, but I, but I hope your situation improves and maybe you make a, a better choice in relation to that situation oh, because yeah, I don't no, want to see you in that situation for too long. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, see you, Mairead. Bye. Good luck to you. Bye. Right, thanks very much, Bye-bye-bye. Tom, we're clearly talking about Dublin City. He says, oh, shut up now with your trademark negativity. Parts of the city, like any other city, are a bit dodgy. And more so now, thanks to the COVID overreaction from the government and Neffet. But overall, Dublin is a fabulous city, in my view. It is a fabulous city, Tom. I didn't say it wasn't. And I said the people were great. The culture is great, generally speaking. But, Tom, I'm talking about the city centre. Take a walk down at Tom yourself there, and if you get a chance someday. It's filthy dirty. Let me go to Robbie. Robbie, you're in Ireland's class of kids. How are you doing, Robbie? How are you doing? And he's right. Dublin is a fabulous city. But the thing is that we are not portraying it as that. We've got some beautiful buildings. We've got some beautiful places in it. And our main thoroughfare is full of fast food joints. O'Connell Street, which should be, and always was. I remember when I was a young fella, O'Connell Street was the street. You had the Gresham Hotel. You had two beautiful cinemas, old-type cinemas, the Carlton and the Savoy, one of which is gone now. And you had wonderful, you know, jewellery shops. And it was was a nice place to be. It is. Yeah, and I look... I mean, you go to any other city around the world, um, it, 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 they all have their problems. Every city has their problems. But their main city centre and the main thoroughfares are always... Yeah, I mean, right. you look at Oxford you know, Street, look at Fifth yeah, Avenue. They, they or, look fantastic, yeah, like, yeah. you know. And that's, that's the one thing. Dublin is a fantastic city, and I love Dublin, and I will pick up for it as much as I possibly can. But we kind of have to take a step back every now and again and go, go you know what, we're not doing it right. Like, when we're building up the city, like, the docks have been done up, and it looks great and all, don't get me wrong, it's fine. But I'm going to piss off half the city more than the other half the city now when saying that in and around the kind of, if you want to call it, the south side quarter, in and around um, Grafton Street, that is where the doll and all is, it looks lovely and clean, and uh, you'd say to people, go there. You know, great, so great Georgia Street and all that. 
But look, if you go up O'Connell Street, come to Parnell Square, and all in and around that area, Jesus, it's yeah. horrible. Yeah, up along like, Dorset and, Street. And not, you've never seen as many takeaways. I remember driving uh, Dorset Street as you come towards um, O'Connell Street, you know where you turn down onto O'Connell Street. On that block, yeah. there's like 20 takeaways just in one block. Yeah, yeah. And it's not a north-south-south side thing. It's just it's the fact of the matter is that, okay, maybe some of the more prettier buildings are in that kind of um, Dublin 2 block where the doll and Grafton Street and all is. Mm-hmm. But Jesus, we could do something more. But they're all the main streets that come off. Okay, but Brian... You know, like yeah, but, but sorry to rush you, Robbie, because this is the end no of the show. But Brian Brian was saying as well that when he walked down Henry Street, people in tents, uh, junkies as he described them, you know, intimidating people. So he's referring as well to the people. And he's referring to people who are homeless, who now, you know, have seem to have carte blanche to set up a tent anywhere in the city, particularly while COVID is there and there's nobody, no shops open. Yeah. And, and it doesn't look good. I mean, it's like there, there is a there is a problem there that we haven't really sorted. And this is this thing of um, having, as he calls them, junkies. It's not the word I would use, but they, this has been going on since the 1980s. Like for people who think that the heroin problem in Dublin has got any better, they need to have a second second look at that because it most certainly hasn't. And we we failed in a sense to tackle that kind of issue it, within the city itself. You know. Because, uh, as an old saying was, they haven't gone away, you know. But our, but, our way uh, of tackling it was put everybody on a methadone program. That was our yeah, way of tackling it. Yeah, and now we've got methadone addicts, you know, which yeah. is worse. Yeah. But, like, the thing is that when it comes down to the aesthetics of the city, we do have some absolutely gorgeous buildings in and around that area. And we're just doing it wrong. And we're not putting the right things in there. And we're sending out the wrong message because all it is is takeaways and fast food and... But what, you know, I wonder what happened there, because I imagine like most buildings, there would be a lease on all the buildings, which restricts and limits what you're allowed, you know, that utilize the building for. Because I remember years ago, when I had my own business, uh, the lease that I had on a particular building didn't allow retail, didn't allow certain things. So I'm assuming the leases on some of these buildings don't allow takeaways or don't allow casinos or fast food joints or whatever, or shitty shops. But yet they're let, they seem to be all just doing it. It seems to be a bit of a free for all. I think it's whoever owns the buildings are getting rent and they couldn't give a shit. Excuse the French, you know, if they're if they're getting their, their rent every month and it's going into their bank accounts, why should they worry? And that that's probably part of the reason behind it as is well. It, is it is but it I mean, is it too late now, Robbie? Is it is it gone? I the horse bolted? No, it's never too late. And I think that we have a beautiful old Georgian city there, and it is a beautiful cobblestone streets with, with the buildings. And the problem is that the, these buildings are hid in behind what's there. Because if you change these buildings around to something more, you know, if you want to say, approachable, let's yeah. say. And then, because some of those buildings on O'Connell Street are beautiful buildings. And especially as well, if you take from Guinness's and go all the way down to O'Connell Bridge on each side, there's some lovely buildings and some lovely um, companies there. And those, those three-story old Georgian buildings are fantastic buildings. No, they, they are, Robbie. I'm sorry, I've run out of time. But thank you, Robbie. Uh, they are, and we should do more about it. You're actually 100%. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits.